Welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast. It is me and Rye. I'm Rye. But I was I had a whole song planned. I had a whole song that I prepared over the whole week, and you just anti. I'm not gonna bring it down. If you're listening at home, Rye's doing the thing that like if you ever watch Friends, there's an episode where friggin' uh What's his name? Chandler. Barry. No, you. No. Jennifer Aniston. Courtney. No. Cox. David Schwimmer's kid. Ross. Holy Joey shit. Tribbiani. Ross does the thing where he's trying to get him to quiet down. And that's what Rye's doing to me right now. But I'm mad because I had a whole real custom songs and it was a good one. And now I can't remember the lyrics because he threw me off so hard. Uh, well, if you guys are still continuing to listen to this on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast, thank you. We're sorry about your that. speakers. Um, you're probably still listening because I'm going to go back through and edit the audio at the beginning of this. So it doesn't blow out your speakers. Clean up on aisle four. Looking for Rye's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> the Rye I know would let his 808s bump that intro hard, dog. While you air it out. Ooh, I do miss my air ride. I do too, man. Should we start doing sound effects like we're on an old school radio show? Like the constable got his keys out. <laughs> As he approached the door, he heard footsteps. I like it. Yeah. He turned around. The man was wearing no pants. That was the sound of a zipper, but I didn't have a zipper. Really crappy. You have a um, zipper. Audio, What's like, gonna happen next? A really crappy like trombone or brass section behind you playing like background music. Like they cheers to their victory. It's good. It's good. It's a new edgy clapped out. Pretty good. Clapped out podcast. Why is sponsored your, why, by? Why is your microphone so sensitive this go around? Maybe it's just you that's sensitive, dude. No, it's like it's like there's reverberation. It's like it's like when you turn like a. It's like real tinny sounding for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe. Um, like right maybe. there, that sounds perfect. Okay. I'm not going to be pigeon held to not screaming this whole time. I'm not telling you not to scream. Here. Is that better? Even like a normal tone. It's like, it's like, it's like you're talking like this the whole time. How's this sound? Is this one better? Yeah, that's good. Is, is this better? It's gone. You, you switch mics. I did. Yeah. Is this better? Yeah. No, so it's... I wasn't using the right mic, you dickhead. No, that is the worst mic right there. That's way worse. That sounds like, yeah. This one's not good. It sounds like you're in the bathroom, in a stall, talking with your face in the toilet. How about this, Mike? Perfect. Okay. Smooth, sultry, very... Sultry it's very and in, smooth. Like, it sounds like NPR. NPR with Ryan Logan on the mic today. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to neuter my voice this whole time. No, you're good there. Right. We are now live on Facebook. Everybody tuned in to the Clapped Out Podcast. Sponsored, Aye. presented by, Smooth and produced jazz. by Monster Clutch Co. If you need a clutch and you're in a pinch. That face was totally upsetting just now, right? So, no, I was, this is the audio from my phone blaring at me while I pulled Good, because the, the video <laughs> as I was singing was very, I'm disgruntled right now. You look, had nothing to do with what you were bad? doing. No. Monster clutches are here to say any other clutches are effing not that good comparatively. <laughs> Nailed it. Whoa, where'd you go? Did we lose you? Am I even still alive? Okay, we are still alive. 
Uh, it looks like Logan's having some technical difficulties. Welcome to the Clapped Out Podcast presented by Monster Clutches in association with Brian Tooley Racing and Force Performance Turbochargers. And here comes Logan coming back in right now. He's probably going to have some sort of excuse about how I kicked him out of the club, but that is, in fact, not the case. Um, not, this is not going well. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. The X by the, if you hit the X in the meeting, it'll kick you oh, out. Oh, it's weird. It's like, I was, you, <laughs> did you ever like used to prank people online and be like, hey, if you hit control alt F4, it'll, uh, you know, it'll try give that you a right now. Cool emoji. And what then make do? them like, it closes your windows. On a Windows you can't computer. tell me that I really want to do Control-Alt-F4. This is weird. Like, Remember last week I talked about how Facebook is just giving me one friend repeatedly entering the chat or entering, watching? It's doing it again, but it's a different friend every week. I don't know you what the hell You only going. have one friend, so I don't know how it's continuing. Apparently I got three. So in your, in your face. face. Hey, my face is slenderer than it used to be. It is. Yeah. You're looking uh, svelte. Svelte. <gasps> Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think we should do the podcast. This yeah. week. I think we should cut it right now. Upside down world bad. right here. Uh, All right. So today, before we get into your thing, which is going to be good. Today, I did. I made some acquisitions, acquisitionaries yes. for the well, Caprice build. Let's back up. Why are we building the Caprice? Because we haven't. Even announced we're gonna that. fucking wreck everybody on unlimited class in drag week 2022. That's correct. That's right. Here's a gauntlet, you pieces of shit. Listen up, <laughs> all you butthole sniffing ass looking at bags. You. We're looking at you, Tom Bailey. Dave yeah, Schroeder. Tom Bailey, Schroeder. Who else is fast in that class? I don't know any I don't know of these who's names. gonna be there. Those are only two there. Yeah. Anyone that that's an unlimited class drag week 2022, guess what? You feel that burning sensation and not in your pants, but probably there too on your back. It's a target, and guess what? I'm real good with a bow and arrow. Yeah. I'm not really going to shoot a bow and arrow at you, for just to clarify. <laughs> Unless I have to, because I fucking will. No, but we are. Uh, we're going to throw our hats in the proverbial ring and go to run Drag Week. Uh, Logan is a Drag Week virgin, and it's actually in your I've backyard. I've never been kissed. It's like Drew Barrymore. So the cool part is, I think, in the middle of the week. How far are you from the track in Bowling Green? uh from my house now about an hour and 49 minutes are you north of it or south of it i am north east of the track that might work out we might be able to save money on a hotel and we can just crash at the house oh okay yeah invite yourself to my I mansion don't mind if i do that's cool it's not a big deal you no, i'm looking forward to it this is gonna be super yard fun. with the dogs are we gonna cage it or are we just gonna we're not no, caging why it? would we cage it no there's well, no cage maybe involved we put, here. Like, a roll bar no if we if we crash we die like real men right into the side of tom bailey does it have lap belts or does it have full belts i don't know that the belts really work at all in general where they are located (laughs) they don't actually because i they're they're over the shoulder but they're one of those joints with the clippity cloppity that goes into the stickity spack with the the lickety lock Mm -hmm. and then when you fucking but the thing is you try to like give the old emergency tug and it it just doesn't really doesn't stop you i think i think uh seat belts in this day and age 1978 were more of a formality yeah, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, it'll be fine. And their minds are like, it's a four thousand pound piece. I don't of think at the, when that car was produced, there wasn't even a seatbelt. Well, seatbelt laws were just starting to come around. They didn't really. Yeah, you were just graduating high school, so what were they like back then, right? Right. Oh, that's an old joke. <laughs> I wasn't even born when that car was built yet. You were born in what eighty one? Yes. I was guessing. That's a, so old. Yeah. You were born in eighty one, and I was born in eighty nine. You, you started it off. 
and I'm a clean up by. You want to know what made me feel? This is gonna make you feel old too. So Listen last week we went to go new song. <laughs> it does make me feel. It's a masterpiece. I downloaded it's ball a piece with the bar right after. <laughs> right. No, what we went. Um, we got the, I told you about, we got the advanced screening tickets to go see Jackass, the movie Jackass forever, the new one. So yeah. we went on Thursday and watched them. Um, my, took my kids probably wasn't the best idea. Lots of wieners in that one. Uh, but they thought yeah. it was hilarious. We introduced them to the other Jackass movies, watch them here at the house. So they were kind of excited to go see it. Uh, the next day I was like, Hey, did you tell your friends what you went and did last night? Cause we went on Thursday, they had school Friday and their friends were like, what's, what's Jackass. My daughters are 15 and 16, 14 and 16. In a weird way, I feel like that's the best for society, though. Kind of, yeah, that's a <laughs> you know I mean? valid point. I'm not that, I'm like bummed about it. It doesn't make me feel old, but I'm not like, you think about it, 15, a 15 year old, we were, I was 17 when they were born. Yeah. So, and I was not a good 17 year old. I was kind of a piece of shit. I still am kind of a piece of shit. But yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I was uh, I was like, man, I am very disappointed right now. Dude. But great movie. Highly recommend. Jackass Forever. They still got you know, it. You know they're getting sued right now, right? By PETA. Are they really? Or they're not sued, but PETA has um has supplied a bunch of evidence to local authorities because of all the animal stunts in the film, I guess. I read some of the stunts in the film yeah. and like the goading of the animals to do certain things to certain actors and stuff is oh, considered. Well, dude, some like I think some of it's going to stick for real. Like some of it is like, oh, that's exactly what they did. And that's against the law for this species in this exact area. They did. They did the filming. OK. I'm trying to don't think ruin, of... don't ruin the film for anybody. <laughs> but so anybody I can't think really good voting. at ruining movies. So anyone that wants to look at it. There's no it, plot to it. Yeah, but you're like, yeah, there's one stunt. Or I will just say, stunt. let's just say, like, maybe they assume the sexuality of a turtle. Yes, absolutely. And that's and probably that's part of the reason they're getting <laughs> that's what they're aiming. Well, that scene the turtle is the, not gay. The spider, the snake, <laughs> the turtle, and there was another one that was a big hit. But yeah, they're they're for serious, like oh dude, it's yeah, whatever. Mm. anyway so anyway this week a little bit of a little bit of a come up today on the old caprice so yes we're we're gonna build this caprice i say we're like you're coming down here and doing anything i'm gonna show up you piece of shit you're welcome to come down actually i think you should come down i'd like to if i can figure out a weekend to do it the caprice i have acquired a 5.3 from a junkyard i'm waiting for them to call me to say it's pulled out of the tahoe that it's in um i picked up a th 400 today which i can Yes. people that, that are listening to the podcast you can't see this but and behind it is a actually a t56 magnum fully built that is for sale currently so if anybody needs a long tail shaft t56 magnum xl that's going to go up for sale um and that, uh would that fit in the caprice what the, the t56, t56? <laughs> no the, i was thinking about it but doing the hydraulics for the clutch would be a pain in the butt right there's that company three pedal. I don't know, whatever. No, yeah. long story short, no. Um, did I tell you how the Caprice got banged up today? You did. It's very sad. Anyway, I also just got a confirmation on eBay. So you, one of the problems I've had is trying to find a rear end for the Caprice, right? Right. So for those that are unaware, the Caprice is considered a B body and everything from 1978 to 1996, all that stuff is interchangeable. So like a 95 Impala SS, those big body L21 SSs, 
people take the rear end out of those, especially like big rim racers, they'll put the if they're on a budget, they'll put the eight and a half out of the later models into the older model boxes. The problem is all the G body dickheads stole all the eight and a half inch rear ends and like every, every eight and a half inch rear ends just gone. They don't exist anymore. So trying to find one out of an LT one car is damn near impossible. So I submitted an offer on eBay for a Cadillac Fleetwood. Remember those? Mm-hmm. They come with eight and a half rear ends, like 256 nice. gear, like non-posi. I just need the housing, really. I'm going to yeah. gut it. Um, and I forgot that I submitted that offer and it got accepted today. So for 300 bucks, I got an eight and a half for your end and I got the TH400 for a good price local. What's and then shipping going to be on that, though? <laughs> 200 and change, I think. So That's 500 and change total. Not bad, yeah. yeah. And I don't have to pull it out of a car, which is the best. <laughs> I can't imagine pulling a rear end out of a 1985, whatever the hell, Fleetwood is fun. But, yeah probably not <clears throat> so probably we got rear end we robusty. got trans suspensions here too i ordered just uh like kyb gas adjust shock i want yeah. this car to leave so terribly that it's funny yes i want the the right rear bumper like dragging the ground <laughs> so we've talked about him before i know you know the car boost doctor he's got a caprice he's one of the the more famous uh rim racers yeah. Back in the day, when he first built that Caprice, before he put it on rims, he used to leave the line and then chop the throttle, set the front end down, and then stand on it again before he put an anti-roll bar on it just to get the left front tire to hang even harder. And there's awesome. some old videos circulating around of him. Like, at the 60-foot, he would pump it and just... <laughs> it That's looks, awesome. So it made for the best pictures. Obviously, not the most efficient way to get down the track, but it looks badass. I love it, dude. I freaking love it. I'm stoked on, I'm, I, uh, the more and more I like just, just you know, the biggest problem I've had is finding wheels for this thing. Yeah. Like the rear end, like, yeah, it's, it's not, it wasn't easy, but it was, uh, there's an answer to that. You know what I mean? I knew I could find yeah. something quick yeah. performance sells nine inch bare house. Like I had an option wheels for this thing are damn near impossible to settle on like you're pretty much stuck with like whatever you can find for like a um square body c10 yeah with the exception though like the police package stuff the you can saw the front rotors out to be four and five on three five on four and three quarter yeah so five is that five by 120 i think mm -hmm. standard or metric yeah um same with the rear axle i think the cadillac is five by four and three quarter two so i was just to play it by ear but uh like I want to just, I want to put 22s on it and just dump it. But I also like want the car to leave reasonably well. And I don't have like the patience or wherewithal to get a, a rim car to, to leave, especially with the budget of like whatever I find in my knapsack. Here's the other thing too, is per drag week rules, it's going to have to have some, a, a tire, a race tire on the back of it. We can't run a hard tire at all. That's yeah, fine. So I'll just scrape the DOT stamps off of them. <laughs> These these uh, hand no, 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 it yeah, can be uh, you can run a radial. Um, uh, uh, you can have a radial on the car, like a drag radial. It doesn't have to be a DOT approved tire, but we just yeah. can't run like some sort of like all season whatever the fucking Aqua Tread. Remember Aqua Tread tires? No, I don't. You're the X's and O's guy. I'm the I'm the idea guy. So you just okay. keep me on the straight and narrow because I have no idea what I'm doing. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm dude. This is gonna be. This is this is a good uh, I think replacement for the van that we were we lost out on last year. Yeah, the title deal is kind of lame. Yeah. So drag week 2022, it's happening. We're gonna finally get together. We didn't get together last year, so um, I'm stoked. 
I'm really excited. So we're just waiting to see when the new rule package comes out for Drag Week. I don't think it's going to have much of an effect on what we're going to do with the Caprice. Um, the plan is for us to try and figure out. So the way Drag Week rules lay out is you, if you want to run in the fast categories, which is the, uh, I won't say heads up classes because it's not heads up racing. There's Street Machine Eliminator, which is like the daily driver. Basically, no rules as long as you don't go quicker than 1020. Um, but we don't want to go in that class because at the end of the week, that turns into a bracket race. And we're not going to be competitive in the 1020 uh, bracket race with this car anyway you don't think just, so well i mean we're not putting any safety equipment in it so we can't break the rules so wait we would minute, like to minute, like, hold on hold on you have to have safety equipment to be in the 1020 class deal you don't have to have safety equipment but to run 1020s you're gonna have to have at least a roll bar i don't know what, i gotta brush up on the rules i haven't gone that slow in a long I time i think you need to brush up on a rule <laughs> i haven't seen a time slip to start with a one in many moons so oh my god i usually such a humble i roll brag. deeper into the book what a humble brag bro. i am very humble but we want to run uh the idea here is if we're in an limited which has the smallest car count i believe of any classes then we will automatically finish higher than a whole bunch of people so if we finish top five in unlimited, and there's only we don't have to tell people that there was only five cars in unlimited. So that's the it. idea. And there's 500 cars, and we finished sixth. Yeah, we're gonna brag to everybody. <clears throat> hey, you know, what I was just thinking about it too, Rye. This kind of mm-hmm. came to my mind a little while ago. I think you and I should buy side by sides. You know, well, you know, I think specifically a Can Am side by side would be a good option for you. Yeah, and. Just out of curiosity, did you know that Forest Performance makes turbochargers for Can-Am <laughs> side-by-sides? I did not. Actually, I'm telling you, the, the FP Can-Am Green bolt-in upgrade, it's the best bolt-in upgrade for your Can-Am Maverick X3, yeah. bar none. Like, I'm just saying that. I'm not reading that. I mean, hypothetically, if I had a Can-Am X3 RS sitting outside. Green, that's what you'd buy. Where right? would I it go? You to- tell you what, though, real quick, before you, before you say anything, mm-hmm. if you're looking for something with, like, a 40-millimeter compressor inducer, Hey, there's the turbo for you. Okay. But it doesn't stop there. 55 millimeter exducer on the compressor, too. Pretty wild stuff. Get yeah, you more flow than any stock turbo. I'll tell you that much right now. How much fab work am I going to have to do to install this turbo? That's the beauty of it, Rye. That's the beauty. It's a bolt in affair. What? It bolts right in. Yeah, it's a bolt in affair. The front door. I got to go. I got to go buy it. 72 horsepower. 272 horsepower to the hubs. With that turbo and supporting mods on a Can-Am Maverick Extra. It's pretty good. Cool. <sighs> I'll be right back. The bolt in my local Can-Am dealership. Where can I get this? Uh, honestly, the best place to go is probably forceperformance.shop. Hmm. It's a good website. Force Performance Turbochargers. I got a friend with an Evo. You think they got anything for him? I don't know. We're only paid for one advertisement for podcast, so I'm not sure. You're going to have to <laughs> Google that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> 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 force performance turbos head over to forceperformance.shop and hit them up they have tons of like if you have an oe uh equipped car you know lancer evolution fucking whatever one through ten however many of those <laughs> i feel like made. we could have left the ad at the end like we did instead of whatever fucking yeah. pile or whatever you got <laughs> force performance <laughs> head over there hit them up also best of luck to nick taylor in the force performance uh cruise ski out on yeah sick week they're cruising uncle sam with a, I don't know what engines in that. I can't uh, remember. It's a 427 cubic inch motor built by. I think it came from Brian, Brian Tooley Racing. Racing. What a great company Brian Tooley Racing is. Tell you what, I was considering here lately, Rye. Yeah, what's that? One of those Truck Norris camshafts. They look ah, pretty nice. I had a few friends that picked up those uh, Truck Norris cams yeah. this week. Yeah, I think you mm-hmm. did. 
It's a good, it's a good camshaft all around. It pretty much donkey stomps other camshafts from other manufacturers. Not going to say any names, but every name you could think of. Um, also, <laughs> if you were curious, you're like, oh, I would really like to get a force. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up advertisements. If you'd really like to get a BTR Truck Norris camshaft, it just so happens that Dynasty has them in stock. My my company that I work wow. Dynasty, spelled D-Y-N-O-S-T-Y.com. And if you go there and you use code Clapped Norris, Norris. at checkout, yeah, it's worth up to 100 bones. Mm-hmm. Up to, not saying it's a promise, but you might get up to 100 boners back in your pocket. From I had uh, a few friends private message me this week saying, God Dang it, you guys. I did not want to spend this money this week, but it's too good of a deal to pass up. Too good. No less than three of my friends. And I only have five. That's a a good that's a good ratio. 60% of my friends have bought truck horse cams. Again, just a revitalizing shout out to Force Performance, Turbochargers, Bridgely Racing for their continued support of the podcast. And of course, Monster Clutch Co. for footing the hefty bill of producing the podcast. Yes. Now that the advertisements are out of the way. This week. I I was just in radio guy (laughs) mode. I had to get them all out. Uh, Good luck to everybody at Sick Week. I wish I was going to that event. I wish we were going to that event. Like It looks like it's going to be a blasty blast. And it's got all the heavy hitters from every drag and drive. Drag week, Rocky Mountain Race Week. It's like a just a big get-together of all the badasses from all of these and uh man i wish i was there because it looks like it's going to be a ton of fun so good luck to everybody out there hope it uh goes smooth sailing for all of them so um sailing they're driving yeah you know what i mean well we're going to be taking that big boat of a caprice and we're basically going to be sailing all on drag week full circle full circle situation so uh this week i arranged the topic of discussion and it's not story time i want to talk about shitty car sequels Okay, that's the only way I could come up with this. So what I got, I've assembled a list uh, and it's kind of, I've laid it out kind of by manufacturer. And if you have any other ones you can think of, throw it in there, but we're going to kind of- Rye talk- laid in bed and was like, I don't want to write an article. <laughs> we're trying to write- I don't want to write a story. I want to talk shit about movies. And I was totally on board with this. So this is, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be a good one. So- God, did you see the comment? No. You said shitty car sequels, and someone wrote back SN95. Oh, brutal. Not a now, sequel, but still. Well, we're going to talk about honorable mentions. Because it gets, look, SN95, I know it's one of the least loved. We're going to talk about that. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We'll get into it. Because the first one I have is the Ford Mustang. I'm the so, dumbest dude in the universe. I thought, for whatever reason, I thought we were talking about shitty movie sequels. No. So I'm like, that's not even a movie. It's a car. That's a funny joke. And then I realized I'm an idiot. <laughs> So I'm gonna go ahead and stick my thumb. In I don't know what you would call them, like, but that's the, it's the best title I can come up with for uh, what yeah. we're gonna talk about. Basically, we're talking about cars that have departed so far from the original concept of when, like, the first generation and intention of a car was built. So, first one we're gonna talk about, obviously, is the Ford Mustang. Uh, and there's been a couple shitty Ford sequels, Mustang sequels, along the way. Uh, some might argue that the SN95, and I would recognize that that, that is probably one of the least loved uh, iterations of the Ford Mustang. However, it is very near and dear to my heart. I don't know why. Well, I know why, because there's a kid that had one in high school, and for some reason I thought it was the coolest car ever, and it just stuck with me. So I understand that we can put SN95 over here on the side later as an honorable mention. But first Ford Mustang, I mean, we all know what Mustangs look like. Um, 
Logan, what are your thoughts on the 1978 Ford Mustang II? Nothing gets me as rock hard as that ugly pile of shit. I think it, it, okay, that car. I think I think an easy way to describe these cars is to describe the average person that would purchase one. And this car specifically, I'm going to tell you how most of these get get purchased. Okay. Okay. You you walk up first of all, like jorts, but the jorts like the fringe is hanging heavy. Like these jorts have been washed many a time. Okay, that's number one. Number two. Cut off t-shirt, but it's cut off and it's like kind of shittily done and fanny pack. And the location of this purchase is yard sale. So let's give the guy a name, Kevin. Most yeah, Kevin's name's Kevin. Kevin up? shows up at a yard sale <laughs> with a fanny pack full of ones just spilling out. And he's looking around. He's buying a couple of dinky little ornaments from the yard sale. And then in the corner of the garage, he noticed cover half covered with a tarp, a little square headlight situation. He's like, Hey, we got under the cover over there. And now salesman at the yard sale picks up. Oh, I'm going to be able to offload this pile of shit. Time to pitch it to Kevin. Yep. This, this right here, this gem. <laughs> Woo! I bet your neighbor has a C3 vet. Doesn't he, Kevin? You want to shit all over him? Let me show you how. <laughs> this is how every one of these piles of shit has ever gotten sold. And anyone has ever purchased one because they are terrible cars. So the 19, I don't remember what year they started. I picked 1978 because uh, that one rings the truest or I don't know, whatever. Rings the, the boner bell. bell in your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had a 1978 Mustang to King Cobra. And if you've seen the hood on my car, that's what you know, we kind of took inspiration from when we painted the Cobra on the hood of the car. Um, it's very psychedelic. Uh, the, the Mustang two was actually based upon the Pinto platform. So it has like nothing to do. And Mustang would, or Ford would carry on this. Uh, you know, there's Junior, Mustang Junior uh, later. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So 1978 Ford Mustang two, um, kind of a pile of crap. You know, it was, I would think they would get, you know, I go to the track and we see like Chevy Monzas from time to time. Yep. And it was kind of like, that's what the Mustang two was competing against. I don't know. Why don't we see, and we've seen Pinto drag cars, but. I've always been kind of curious. It's almost uh, ironically becoming cool, even though they were crap at the time. Uh, well, I think that's <laughs> like uh, AMC Pacer. Yes. Is a hideously ugly car. I want one with a Twizzler dispenser in the roof so bad because it was the Wayne's World car. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a hideous car. So dope. Your wife commented and said 1978 was a great year, by the way. I'm not sure why specifically. And I don't, I don't want to take any guesses. <laughs> So I'm going to just shut up right now. <laughs> My wife is 23 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I was going to leave it alone. You had to go there. That's good. So, so yeah, I think uh, the best thing to come from the Mustang too um, is you see that front suspension design used on all sorts of hot rods and everything like that. Mustang yeah. two street rod. Mustang two. Yeah. Every rat rod and their brother has Mustang yep. two front suspension. Yep. Um, so there's another Mustang out there that, um, I want to talk about, and that would be the Mustang Mache. I don't, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Uh, also show the, the people at home so I can describe it in detail. The Mustang Mache, I may be saying this wrong, but uh, oh, some people no, call oh, it the, the, no way, you don't the like that. E. You don't like that. I don't think it should have been called the Mustang. Okay, I can agree, but how many other like the we just talked about the Mustang two? I agree with shouldn't have been called a Mustang either. Yeah, I personally 
think these are dope. I would love to slam one on some nice wheels and call it a day. I think it kicks every Tesla in the ass as far as looks. Personally. I would agree. I mean, if I was an EV guy, and I'm not anti-EV by any stretch, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, there, bud. it doesn't, I don't know. I think you could have called it something else. You could have come up with some sort of just all new brand here or, or a new badge to put on the Well, thing. hold on. No, there's a reason you can't. There is, and, and I could be talking out of my ass. We might need to dive, we might need to dive into this actually. Okay. Um, the implication for a manufacturer to to rename or name a vehicle a new name means a bunch of paperwork and a bunch of bullshit for approval. Oh. So they take like the Dodge Dart, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. They they recycle old names. Yeah. And I and I again, this is all like shit that I heard a while ago, and it's just kind of ringing true. But I think that's why a lot of places will keep the same monikers on repeat because it's yeah. easier as a company to produce the Mustang instead kind of makes sense. But I think with something like when you're launching a whole new, like you're, I don't know. I, I think Ford no, I was trying to like, hey, Mustang guys, follow us. You know, they did it with yeah. the Lightning. The the new Lightning is going to be, F-150 Lightning is going to be all electric, which that makes sense. Lightning, electricity. I'm sure there's. All these bleed for blue guys that are heading to Myrtle Beach every year for Mustang Week are really pissed. I mean, am I ever going to buy a Maki? Do I really care? No, but for the sake of conversation, I just personally don't think it should have been called a Mustang. You yeah, called true. it anything else out there. Um, so Mustang Maki, we're going to put that. It's not the shittiest one, so we'll put it down here. Yo, real quick, have you ever seen the original Ford Ranger? Uh, I don't know that I have. Okay. I am my I am well, mind blown. The original Ford Ranger was like an F one hundred Ranger. I thought no like the production one. Are you talking no. about the Ford Ranger concept? I'm looking at it's found a very. There's a picture. I just googled it, and there's a picture of like a sedan with a Ranger moniker on it, name on it. Um, I'm seeing the 1966 Ford Ranger two, and it has the whole front end lifts up. It's a concept car. It looks like an El. No, I'm on Auto Trader Canada. You know those guys. Oh. They're good Canadians, eh? Hey. I'm actually a big fan of Canada. You guys yeah. are great people. They're I'm super believing nice what you're doing with all the trucks. I can't talk about it like in detail because Ryle will get mad. <laughs> but like Team Canada right now, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you move those trucks! Don't move the trucks! Do whatever you can to keep the, the boycott of whatever you're doing going! Jesus. Sorry. Okay. That was my only outburst to the whole thing. Next up, uh, continuing with the Ford theme here. Um, the Ford Thunderbird. Ooh. So for those of you that don't know, because a lot of people I don't think do, like, especially if you weren't a car enthusiast or you haven't done in a little bit of history, uh, I think 1957 was the first year for the Ford Thunderbird. I'm going off of based upon what Google showed me here. Um, but the 1957 Ford Thunderbird was to go into direct competition head to head with the Corvette because that's when GM came out with it. Um, so it was supposed to be a little two door sporty convertible, you know, just rip up some back roads kind of thing. And then, uh, that's about where the similarities to the Corvette stopped as the Corvette continued to be a sports car, the Ford Thunderbird became enormous. Um, it's a good looking car that looks like every pimp and their brother has one of those. This looks like the car that, uh, was it Friday after next or next Friday that pinky gets out of. <laughs> oh my God. It, it looks is, like it needs fringe on everything. Well, this is in the 70s. I mean, before that, the the 60s, I don't know my years, the 60s Thunderbirds 
that are I'm showing here right now, the this blue one, these are kind of dope. They very much apply to the rod and custom culture, 1962-ish. That shit looks sick. That yeah. it's so it's it ugly, is. but it's sick. It's drastic departure from what its original intention was, but still dope. And then gas crisis hit, cars became huge and underpowered. They got these big steel stupid bumpers because of government safety ratings. Uh, and this thing just became a I mean, look how long that hood is. It is enormous it's a wannabe Um, caprice is what it is eventually it gets killed off right and then um i don't remember in mid-2000s ford tried to bring it back as a limited production and it was a colossal failure i think it had like a four liter v8 that wasn't anything else you could buy a pink one from the macy's catalog yeah um so ford i I, got to apologize about something right now man it's very important to me Mm -hmm. The Thunderbird specifically. Can you get a picture of like the 2000s Thunderbird logo on the back quarter panel, please? Yes. So for like four and a half minutes, I worked for a detail shop in the Chicagoland area. And as I'm saying this, I don't want to say their name because then they they may be like, oh, we got a lot of bullshit over this, Logan. You're a piece of shit. So I'm just going to tell the story. I got a job and I was hired. I was there for like five minutes of my life. And one of my first jobs was to wash one of these four Thunderbirds. And I had a terry cloth wash rag and I was <laughs> washing the quarter panel on one of these piles of shit. And it was when they were like still like the oh, hype yeah. was there for yeah, there was a ton mean? of hype. I mean, it made like the regular oh, yeah. news. It was a big hype situation. And it was also a big hype situation when I snapped the emblem off the back of the quarter panel with the terry cloth towel and then immediately left the business and quit. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I felt like yeah, that one right there. That's it. I broke that son of a bitch right off. <laughs> I can see why. It. It's probably not a lot of adhesive behind it. It's only like pinned on with a couple. And if just... you could have seen my face, I was like, oh, God. This is the same era like the Ford, Lincoln Mercury. Like they produced the Lincoln Blackwood. You remember that truck? No, I it was don't. Like, you never seen a Lincoln Blackwood? It was the F-150. It was like a F-150 Navigator crossover. But the back of it, the bed came with carpet. Uh, and then the, the whole bed side was like this weird. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the stripes. And it has mm-hmm. like barn doors on the tailgate. Came with a tonneau cover. And the whole inside was carpeted. Like cannot use it as a truck whatsoever. Like who is this for? It's an F-150. I don't know, but I really want one now. I saw one yesterday and I was like, I, I agree. I kind of want one. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so ugly. Yeah, they're, it's just weird. It looks like if somebody punched a, a, a normal Lincoln Navigator in the face and then gave it a terrible, what yeah. was the F-150? The Sport Track. It's like a Sport Track fucked right. up a, a, something ugly. <laughs> I'm, I'm still right, so, having flashbacks about the Thunderbird emblem. I had a panic attack. What's worse? Mustang 2, Thunderbird, Maki, where do we put this? Mustang 2. Mustang 2 is the worst. I mean, so, come on. Is, it, is the Thunderbird I, worse than the Maki? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So okay. I don't I mean do you no no wait. You hate the Maki. I do. I think the Maki's dope. And I, I put the Maki down of... on the bottom, so it's not the worst. Up here at the yeah. top is like the worst ones. Yeah. So put Thunderbird yeah. in the middle. Because in the the 80s and early 90s, you could get a Thunderbird with a 5.0. I think they came, you could get it with a turbo four cylinder or stuff. The 2.3 liter, yeah. Yep. So I mean, and even a supercharged V6 later on. So they tried to kind of bring it back a little bit, but it's still a boat of a car compared to 
Peter Lawrence okay. hit it on the head with the black wing thing, though. A Crown Vic and a Honda Ridgeline had a baby. Yeah. It does look like that. And then yes. a, a Ford Explorer sport track was cuckolding in the bathroom. <laughs> Crying. I don't know if we can say that word. I don't know either, but we just did. Cuck. Oh. What the hey, cuck? what's with everyone calling people simps nowadays? What is a simp? Uh, I don't know. My kids know what simp means, and I still don't know. It's become, I'm Googling it. You keep talking. I'm going to figure this out. Okay, next up. Um, we kind of alluded to it before, I think. Uh, Ford Bronco. Now, Ford Bronco came out in the late 60s. Uh, and it's kind of come full circle with the new iterations of the Bronco. Now, there are some shitty new ones out there, too. Uh, it was produced for a little while. 1978-79, Bronco went full size. That was the only years that you could get a Bronco in the full size configuration with a solid front axle. Highly sought after 78-79 Broncos are super rad. Um, in the 80s, they had the twin traction beam based on the F-150 platform. And then comes along, we're talking about this sequel thing where the Mustang 2, Mustang Junior, the Bronco 2. Logan, what are your thoughts on a Bronco 2? I would, I would not run from the police in one. It had to be the first one. I personally love these things. So why would you put it on shitty sequels? Because some people don't. And I'm trying to be unbiased here. Okay. Actually, here we go. I had this exact color scheme and wheels and everything. Just I can't say I don't not I don't the really, <laughs> not the lady sitting on the front. Yeah, why does she? What is she doing? <laughs> What's she looking at? You? If those of you listening, at? there's a chick in like mom jeans from 1995 leaning against her Bronco to pondering life's existence. Here's the curious part about this bullshit scene: not a <laughs> speck. Not a speck of dirt or mud on the entire Bronco. It's two. completely unbelievable. It's, it's like, like they, a fucking helicopter airdropped the Bronco to yeah, the middle the of the grass field. behind it is not even laying down. And they, then they, what's up? Cindy Crawford? Who had some other models from the 90s? I have no idea. But you know? yeah, okay. the, the, the Bronco 2 was based upon the, uh, you know, it's mini truck era. Uh, people wanted smaller trucks, gas crisis in the 80s. You know, they didn't make a whole bunch of power. You can get with a four cylinder or five cylinder or six cylinder, excuse me. 3.8 liter or 2.8 liter v6 um i had one with a 2.8 v6 and a five speed this would later get replaced by the explorer um but these things were super dope because two doors uh in the turning radius like you could do a u-turn in a parking spot without even touching the cars next to you, you better put you better put this thing down by the maki because i don't think it's a shitty sequel i agree with you i the window loved. the window in the cab is sick i the only thing i didn't like about it was Unlike the previous Broncos or the full-size Broncos, you could not take the cab off on the back. So Yeah, but look at that dope-ass window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was huge, dude. I used to be able to put um, – I had a Honda 50 at the time, and I would put my 50 in the back, and it just literally just stayed back there all the time. I, I need to know who this chick is in this picture because I'm very upset with this bullshit-ass ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bronco 2, Maki sharing the same space down the bottom. Um okay. Continuing Bronco, Bronco two body on a Mach E like power plant. I'm all I'm all in. They should have called the Mach E the Bronco two. Problem solved. <laughs> so these this is here's another. I, I thought about this too when I was driving home today. Bronco two, like I said, was placed by the Ford Explorer. Okay, it got a little bit longer. You can still get a two door Explorer, and then you can eventually get it in four doors. Um, have you ever noticed the pattern with Ford? They came out with the like the X everything, Explorer excursion. Escape, which you have. Do you still have Do it? I have an escape. Yes, I have an escape. Explore, excursion, expedition. Tell would I ever sell my escape? That's fair. That thing is sick. 
but like everything was just named after the like what's going on an adventure it was very, and you know they were partnering up with eddie bauer uh the limited editions and anyway. are you i if you don't fucking say if you don't call out the specific edition that i'm thinking don't you type no, I'm typing something you else. Think right about now. you better think about this. Who are you leaving out of special edition Ford vehicles? And I'll I'll come through the screen right now and rip that beard off your face. Ugh, I think Eddie Bauer. Oh, you dickhead! How is dare it, you? Is it a is it a um was it a collaboration with a clothing company, buddy? I am so mad. LL Bean, right you piece of shit. What? Funk Master Flex. What? You really? don't know about the Funk Master Flex? Oh, you son of a bitch! No, I Google don't. Google it. Google it, dude. Funk Master, Master Flex edition. How dare you not know edition about Edition what? what? What was it? I think it was Expedition. I really don't know. I was just talking a bunch of shit. Funk yeah, Master Funk Flex. Master Flex had a collabo with Ford. Oh, it was an Expedition. Yeah. 2008 Ford Expedition, Funk Master Flex series. Holy crap. They're sick. You didn't know about these? No. Yeah, they have FMF on the door, on the, on the uh, fender, rather. Oh, this should be another, like crazy collaborations episode we can do that one later yeah look at the emblem on the fender if you can i'm trying to... it's a sick ass fmf on the fender I'm trying to find a close-up of it here it's dope oh i mean it is that's where ford came up with the ford flex <laughs> that's a good <laughs> okay we're on something here they're like look the, the funk master edition sold out let's cut that guy out and go right for the jugular yeah we don't need him anymore you think <laughs> funk master got mad Oh. Is that his first name, Funk Master? I think his first name is just Funk. And then his middle name is Master? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. It. There you go. FMF right there on the door. I'm telling you, dude. That's a pretty dope logo. Funk Master Flex, sick. man. Did you ever have his mixtapes? They were good. No, I, you know, yes. Yes and no. I wasn't uh, I wasn't big in the Funk Master Flex stuff, but then his, car came, his truck came out and I was all about it. It was a really good way to discover new artists, in my opinion, in that era. I was hoping... Just I, remixing I, everybody's stuff? No, he, he would just do like... Well, he was two, the DJ or, Khaled of those days. Yeah, like one, but it was like one or two minute songs with all the major rappers on there, like just at the at the time, like yeah, everybody. He was, DJ, he was '90s DJ Khaled, Buster Rhymes. It was great. Remember, he, he had his own show too and everything. Man, he was—I won't say he fell off, but he, he was good, dude. That's somebody I'd like should, to meet. We should anyway, get him on the. We should get him on the podcast. I wonder if we could do that. I'm gonna reach out to him on Instagram. Hey, if anybody of the 22 live listeners right now, if you guys know Funkmaster Flex, hit him up for us. Okay. Um, Continuing with the Bronco theme. So Ford dropped the new Bronco. What, 2021 is the model year, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, they came out with two of them. And the Bronco, what's your take on the new Bronco, Logan? The, okay. My take is, I don't know what... I, I think Ford marketing either did an amazing job or a terrible job for the following reasons. They bust out the pictures of it and everyone's like dude this thing is fucking insanely cool as i was super impressed by it and then they released like the bronco sport or whatever it was yeah that's and the i one see him on the street and i'm like those things are fucking terrible they and then are. it but it wasn't the real bronco yet it was like the bronco sport right so ford marketing i feel like they were like all right guys we accidentally built a bunch of these shitty looking ones we got to move them <laughs> Let's just drop them at the dealership and pretend like it's going to be 10 years till you can get the new ones. You might as well buy this one instead. And then uh, when I went to SEMA this year, there was a bunch that were like, it, it just, it looked like dudes with tiny legs at the gym. They just look terrible. They look dumb. But yeah, the so, full size joints I like. 
Well, they're not even full size. They're, I mean, the the regular Bronco is about the same size. Um, but what are the differences? Why do I like the other one better? I think the other, the regular Bronco. This is a truck. What I'm showing right now is the regular Bronco. I say regular, but the Bronco that everybody fell in love with. Like, oh, it's back. It's a tip of the hat to the original Bronco when it was first came out in the late sixties. Um, I think Sports front wheel drive. Yeah, I think so. It, it, I think the Bronco Sport is like. <laughs> body construction it's just kind of crap all around pile of junk like not even bronco 2 level like it's it's awful uh yeah. the bronco is super dope i think you can get it in two doors four doors i've seen some pretty cool uh versions of it like i said body on frame it's actually built there's so many versions of it though like so many packages like the outer banks package there's the raptor bronco coming out so it's really the cool. raptor bronco i feel like is going to be dope with the exception of why I mean, the question everyone wants to know, why don't they put the Godzilla or the 5.0 or something? Like, why do they go EcoBoost? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get the EcoBoost has a place, and I think it is a, is a badass combo for what it is. But, like, the, I don't know. when. Like, have you seen what the TRXs are doing with Boltons and a Tune? Uh, like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Don't say anything. I'm going to give you a combo for a TRX. Okay. I'm going to tell you what the, what the mods are, and I want you to tell me, unless you already know. If you already know, oh, well. But I'm going to tell you the mods I have done to my imaginary TRX, and I want you to tell me what it goes in the quarter mile, okay? Okay. All right. And bear in mind, it's a 6,000 or 7,000-pound truck, <laughs> okay? So I bought a, a TRX. I did a lower pulley, upper pulley. I ported the snout, and I'm on E85. What did I go in the quarter mile? 1120s? 1080. Jesus. So there's this, this post went up, and I saw the slip, and I'm like, no way. And I took, I di- I took a dive in, and I'm like, holy shit that's crazy now the f-150s too the i had an ecoboost f-150 but this is they were kind of neutered from the factory and i just did an sct tuner and it did wake it up a ton but uh seeing like the 5.0 supercharged joints the regular cab like jason had one of those i think right yeah yeah so one of those i don't know i just wish they would have gone bigger on the engine they respond so good to mods it's it's kind of crazy the ford stuff i'm talking about and then well and the dodge stuff it's crazy yeah dude the trx is we talked about it before it came out on this podcast last year a couple years ago i think i talked a bunch of shit about it and i totally switched my tune when i saw they're so dope they're so expensive but they are the fact that that truck exists to me is so awesome i have a buddy up in uh in durham that has one he pulled it tuned it i don't think it's on e85 but he did give me an open invitation to come up there and do like a two minute car review on the thing. So I might have to take him up on that. I think it's so That's sick. Aaron Van Loon, a dude, he's a customer of ours, a dynasty and a buddy of mine. And he bought one and then sold it like right away. Cause he was like, Oh, I'll make a hundred million dollars. selling this yeah. thing." yeah. It's my only assumption as to why. So like the prices went through the roof. He actually hit me up and he said he has the opportunity. He might order another one. I told him he better. <laughs> there he is. He's actually in the messages, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bronco Sport, where do you rank it? Do you just want to, or do you just want to loop it into the fucking no? That thing sucks. Put it like at the top of the list, pile of shit above front Mustang Two. I think above Mustang Two is front wheel drive is crap. Can you put it equal to Mustang Two? Yeah, because I would, I would, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather fucking bomb around the Mustang Two because at least it's implicitly funny to own. I should Bronco put... Two. The, the Bronco Sports, like you, you bought you dummy. Yeah, like it's. I, I don't like to be the person to be like, it's not a real I really hope we don't lose any viewers over me hating the new Bronco sport. <laughs> what will I do if you guys don't buy our apparel? Okay. Uh, shifting gears here, getting away from uh, Ford. That's all I got for Ford. Somebody mentioned Maverick. 
the oh yeah, Ford Maverick did go from a car. I guess we could put that as an honorable mention. It the went Maverick, from the Maverick's sick. The new one, dude. The so truck. yes, it's kind of crazy okay. how you go from a car to a truck. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they just do do whatever they want. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it's banana. So we'll put that as an honorable mention. No, it's, dude, it's, say, no, it's no, not I'm a mention. It. It's sick. I think so. Yeah. Let me pull one up. That was really an unsure. You got it. But the, here's the only way that I like the new Maverick. And it's the way it was done at SEMA. Like slammed, fender flared wheels, tires. Like they they can't. They had to stop taking orders for them. They can't. They will not be able to fulfill the orders they have because they sold so well or some shit. Oh, here's. Okay. I'm just, so the, if you guys don't know, Ford Maverick is a, it's a unibody construction truck. It's front wheel one. drive? Is it? Makes kind of. Oh! It kind of makes sense. That looks sick, though. Is it front-wheel drive? I don't. David Torres in the comments says it's front-wheel drive. I would still stand by it. I mean, it's it's a freaking Ford Ridgeline. Look at the the lines here. It's it's right, a unibody construction. I don't like it. It's a pile of shit. I Hear think me for out. if you're a, if you're like a okay if you're a shop owner and you need something to run around and get parts and it's like fuel efficient and you're not trying to hot rod it, you can make something that looks relatively cool. Okay. And rip yeah. around and, and pick up crap with yeah. and get good fuel okay. economy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's a four cylinder, two speed CVT trans truck. Oh, so sick. Sucks. It's probably miserable to drive. Sucks so hard. Ugh. I was really excited for that thing. Well, they needed something to replace the Ranger. Because remember, they in recent years, they brought the Ranger back. At least the Ranger was rear wheel drive. But the Ranger that they brought back was the same Ranger that they've been making and selling to overseas markets forever so it came here as like a 2018 2019 or whatever year this is what the average guy buying a maverick looks like (laughs) but the ford ranger was the same platform that they've been selling since like 2006 so even though it was a new model in in u.s it was very very old comparatively so people that was like the number one complaint everyone's like what is this old shit in here I'm really so. upset. I was really bu- David Torres, get off our podcast, you piece of shit. You just broke my heart like more ways than one. <laughs> That's the second dick kick David Torres has had. The first one, I got to scroll back. You really kicked me in the cock. On this All one. right, here's one. We're going to take a trip over. Uh, no, maybe that was the only time. Across the pond. Ah, David Torres, the sports are affordable. It has a purpose. David, you son of a bitch. There's no purpose. Go name buy it, your name Ford it, Bronco Sport. Name it the Escape. <laughs> yeah, name it the. Here's my. You had a perfect opportunity. You could have called it the Escape, and it would have fit the mold. They really could, for yeah. an existing model that already was like it. It sucked before. It's going to suck again. Change the grill. Yeah, and call it an Escape. Done. Bah. Nailed it. It's like uh, uh, we talked about it before. The new. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay. Uh, going over to the land of the rising sun. Also, um, well, DSM world. Mitsubishi Eclipse. Man, they fucked up. 4G, 6.3, goodness. So in the hard, first dude. gen, the second gens were super dope looking in the GSX. Uh, obviously, one of the most iconic cars from Fast and Furious. Uh, the very first movie. Brian Earl Spillner's car. What a bummer, dude. But I will say this, and I'm not giving the third because let's be real, the third gen and beyond is just fucking trash. Yeah, but and the then, third gen, my buddy had one in high school. 1999 it, rolled around. Yep, third gen. It was a six-speed V6 front-wheel drive, and it was not that much of a slouch. Like when I was in high school, it was like a quickie little car. It was like a low 14, high 13 second car. 
though so there was a kid that when I was in high school that had one with the V6, but he had the automatic and he was like, it's just like a Porsche with the triptronic transmission because it oh, had dude. the shifter that you could slide it over to the side and slap it back and forth. And Bop he it. thought it was the coolest thing. Slap it, <laughs> shift it, shake it, shake it, shake it. <laughs> so third gen Eclipse sucks. The fourth gen Eclipse didn't get much better. Did they have a fifth gen? Oh, they sure did, Logan. I'm glad you asked because when they, they dropped it, I don't know what year they chopped the oh, uh, the head gosh. off of the Eclipse. They brought it back as a frigging crossover. Okay, let me ask you this. 2022 crossover versus the generation before, which you're going to take? I bet the crossover is faster. <laughs> I'm taking the crossover. It's hideously ugly, it but at least, it ha- at least you can awful. do something with it. It's so bad looking. Yeah, but again. Looks like a shoehorn. Why would you name it that? It's like you could have. Yeah, oh, just, because of familiarity with brand name is the the Google search I did while we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. I thought it was something with whatever. It's not. It's just to keep people informed on what they. Have. I didn't do any research to see what performance numbers are because kind of it's irrelevant. I don't consider the new Eclipse a performance car whatsoever, and I think the the third and fourth gen ones were. Nobody likes those. If you talk, if you say to me Mitsubishi Eclipse, the first thing that comes to mind is first gen or second gen, like DSM. Yeah, that's what I want. I want a DSM Eclipse. I don't want anything else beyond that. So, uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse, where do we rank it? Crappier than a Mustang 2? So, it sucks so hard. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, man, it sucks because it really, it stole the, it stole our childhood from us. It yeah. stole our youth from us. It was like Mitsubishi got this fucking boardroom together and they were like, man, it's so hard for me not to do an accent right now. They got this. Board, they got a boardroom meeting together, and they were like, "Hey guys, this is a totally normal accent for somebody to have in Japan." Um, also, let's destroy these kids' youth. And instead of coming out with a badass follow-up to the GSX, let me help you with your decision. Real let, quick. Let's put Tyrese in a purple one. <laughs> Fuck that car sucks. <laughs> how so- are you gonna? How are you gonna go toe up with and and he? chose the eclipse instead of the evo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you it's fucking like, it's, idiot it's like bedazzled on the side it is so bedazzled but i want to own the car for some reason this is very need for speed Terrible. midnight club era. wait 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 wasn't the was the lancer a lancer or was it an evo in the movie it was an it was evo a, it was a lancer was it i think so it makes sense that it would be too fast too furious just scroll down evo. Here we i go. thought it was a i thought it was an evo yeah I, it was an evo but I think what they built it out of was a Lancer, and they just put an Evo like body kit on the thing. Really? Because the headlights and he- no, yeah, right there. Click on that left picture. Which one? actually, hold on. Let's just go to the comments. Those are OZ rally taillights, and I guarantee it's a base. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't even a, an Evo. First that's gen. Why, that's why it has lasers. like the, the stupid grill on the thing. It didn't even have an intercooler in it. Oh man, dude, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but I want to own all of them. I don't like, I legitimately don't like many cars in like, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. The Fast and Furious Supra was hideous. Like it was dumb. It was like super nopey on lined out, but it was the right look for that time period. And I would not change a thing about it. If I bought it, I would park it and leave it. I would literally, if I had the opportunity to build a tribute car, I would build a tribute Supra and I would leave it just completely as it was. Because you look at that, it's like literally looking at Super Street Magazine in 2001. Yeah. Which actually, Super Street was a dope talking. magazine. 
Super Street was a pretty dope magazine. Um, that was one that was actually like, was it Super Street Sport Compact Car? Sport Compact was more towards like the technical side of things. Like they were building like later on like Toyota Yaris's and crap like that. So uh, Super Street actually was more into the the custom car culture at the time. But you know, this is when you could go, dude. You could go to the parts store and buy. Uh, you remember when you could go to the parts store and buy APC? Whatever happened to APC? Does APC even exist anymore? I don't know, dude, but I'll tell you my favorite purchase ever was the bulk order of all these Super Street magazines from that's, 2004 and 2005. That's pretty cool. It's sick, dude. I don't want to show the cover of it all the way because the dude's address was on. Like, look at this. Would you just say APC? Here's another one. Yeah. Remember AZA Wheels? Yeah. Yep. So those of you listening at home, Here's what, here's what I think you should do. If you want to relive your childhood, do like I did go on eBay. And if you were into like muscle Mustangs and fast forwards was a big member that magazine it's still yep. around. I think it's still around yep. Buy old issues of those magazines. Oh, oh my God. I did remember that. This? Remember like you scroll yeah. to the end <laughs> the and it's body just kits. like, it's literally two, three pages full of different body kits. Mrbodykit.com. I, I, vivid, <laughs> <laughs> I vividly remember taking a sharpie and circling what parts i wanted to buy how many sun-beaten carbon fiber hoods are out oh there that have turned God. yellow over the years you remember dude, dude are you about to shit your pants look at this ad tci auto honda axles wow what oh i farted this is um, <laughs> i did that same thing with uh off-road magazines um somebody there's a truck called the quagmire it was a square body Chevy. It had like these big agriculture tractor tires, yeah, comp cams, Honda cams. Um, and I was looking for, I did the same thing you did. I was trying to find the magazines and I realized like, it's not that expensive for like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. People will sell you an entire year. Oh yeah. We have all 12 issues from the year 2000 of this magazine in a milk Which crate. You can funny because it was up. 20 bucks if you did it back in the day. Yeah. So man, super dude. Cool. So where do we put the Mitsubishi? I I'm moved sorry. the Bronco I didn't two mean down. to go so far off base. I just in no. my own little world. No, um, oh, dude. All right. I, ca I can't not. This is the last one, and I'll and I'll pass on. Look at the interior of this Celica. <laughs> all the gauges. Dude. Look, they, like, when you see that picture, I want to show that picture to people when they say, oh, the digital dash for whatever engine management company is too expensive. Can I get a tablet? Like, how much money would you spend in autometer gauges? Dude, he has he has nine gauges on the dash. I would relate this watch dude. all those gauges. When the door is open, the Lambo door is open, the screen is level to be watched. <laughs> oh my god, all right, I gotta put that away because I'll spend the rest of the podcast this week. Like pit my rides era. Magazines are so good. I was I, we went to Bars and Noble over the weekend and I rolled over to the magazine section and I was greatly uh, let down by there's like nothing. What, there's nothing. It sucks now. Everything's gone digital, which I understand. But what are we uh, ranking? What was the last car we're trying to? The rank? third Mitsubishi, third gen Mitsubishi Eclipse, like any of the Mitsubishi Eclipse after first and second. I, it's fucked up, but I put a, I tie all the number one shitties together. Like they're all dog shit. I think the Eclipse is worse than the Mustang Two. At least some good stuff came from a Mustang Two. The only reason I don't feel that way is for personal reasons, because in high school, my buddy had one and, and I thought it was neat when I was that age. But I will I'll agree that it is a shitty pile of shit. So we could throw it up there. OK, so I give you I give you the ability to, to rank that you're on your own. I'm going to call it post. DSM Eclipse. 
Yes, any post DSM Eclipse. I can't type right. I'm not typing. There, that says Eclipse for those of you guys looking. Yeah, no, I'm definitely okay. not going to be reading this magazine while you're talking. Moving right along. Uh, sticking with the um, Japanese theme here, let's talk about this one kind of recently made some headlines uh, in automotive world, kind of not in the good way. Uh, the newest version of the Acura Integra. Pile of shit. Man, they're like trying, they're actively trying to kill Sport Modified. Yeah. So the, uh, I don't know, what year was the Integra Type R, the iconic one? 97 or something like 2001, that? 90. What, well, in, uh, 01 was the last year. Okay. But yeah. they were introduced in 94, 90, yep. yeah, 90, or was it 93? DC two years, I think it was 93, four. Yeah, 94. So the Acura um, tried to revive the Integra name. I would say, let's call it what it is, Honda. Because Acura is just the, it's the luxury division of Honda here in the United States. Um, over in Japan, they're all still very much called Hondas, I believe, even today. Um, but the new one, it's a four-door. It, it's, a, it's not even, it's an Accord. It almost looks like, from the side, under a car that I also do not care for, uh, a Porsche Panamera. Yeah, the new Integra is a pile of shit. I'm it's sorry. It's just not anything close to what oh. the... Like, this is a holy grail car for some like Honda fanboys. I never personally got it. Uh, now that I'm a little bit older, I can see the nostalgia of it because I played it in Gran Turismo and stuff like that. Um, but it's never really been... Like one of my holy girls. I know somebody, I got a friend of mine locally that has a yellow one that is mint and he has yeah. like five sets of JDM wheels, like work equips. Like, I don't know. I can't even keep up with the wheels that he has for it. Yeah. But he collects old JDM wheels and like they all do, shoes. man. All the true Honda dudes, like the hardcore Honda Acura heads from back in the day, dude, they have 10 different sets of wheels at any given time and they, they, they treat them like baseball cards or shoes. Yeah. 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 Which it's, I just realized you don't have. I'm guessing you don't have Toyota Corolla on your list. Uh, I didn't because I, I was kind of going to talk about it as like an honorable mention along with so the, the A86. Yeah, yeah, the A86 was like I never. God, I'm going to get blasted. I never got the hype behind the A86. I just never did. Like I get it. It's what's that that cartoon everyone's into with the drifting? Uh, initial D. Initial D. Initial yeah. D. So, which again tells you how ignorant I am to that whole thing. But like I never got into it, but the Corolla, what it became, was such a far cry. Celica is another one too, like yep. a 1970s Celica. Dude. Like, the, like I like the Celica, what the Celica, and we'll come back to the Integra because I want to talk about more about Honda craziness. But like the so the Celica was, um, the Celica Supra was a car in the early 80s. Celica, yep. like it was a call the Toyota Celica, and Supra was a package, and then they split. You know, you got the Mark Three Supra came out. Um, but yeah, Toyota Celica, the A86 was a real, real drive platform, lightweight four cylinder, and it ended up getting this cult following because of initial D. Uh, and then it turned into a front wheel drive econo box. But I think when Japan, like when Toyota initially built that car, it was supposed to be an econo box, like not front wheel drive, rear wheel drive. I think it, that's why I didn't bring it up because it's still kind of stuck with the, the, the theme, I believe, of, uh, of what it should have been. And even the, the Celica GT4 in the 90s, it was like on the cover. I remember that one, the the, the rally track. car. The, the Celica All Track. That what it is, yeah. 
the, they're the, sick. They're super dope. Um, and after I've that reason, generation is when they went to shit. That car stuck with me because of the game Sega Rally, which was an arcade game, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I would play that game. I would blow my entire mm. allowance at the mall on this game. You right got here. an allowance, you rich brat. <laughs> I did too, ten dollars a week. I'm showing right now Sega Rally. Uh, this car, the and literally the second land down. It's yeah, the Castrol Celica. The Castrol Celica, that iconic livery. I have a pair of Heatwave glasses that were from. Of uh, course you do. They were special uh, um, Gambler 500 edition, but they did it with the Castrol like GTX or whatever livery based on that rally car. And I thought it was a super dope pair of glasses. I had to have them. So I do, I do think that, yeah, the Celica did turn into kind of a piece of crap uh, eventually. As far as the Integra goes though, we got to rank that joint. Yeah. So here back up to Honda stuff, we were talking about like the Integra type R and what was the, what did you call that crazy shaped intake, the power chamber intake? What was the slang term? for it that everybody did you ever it. own one no i did you had a type r no no no. Or i intake? had a i had a carbon fiber well i did have a type r but not a type r um i had a carbon fiber whale dick intake <laughs> on my civic my ek hatch with my Remember? jdm gsr and i t- it, this is so fucked up but we went to let me let me start by saying i'm not racist so went to a flea market in, in uh, St. Charles, the Kane County Fairgrounds, and one of these bikers had set up like a like a tent or like a fucking whatever selling trash dog shit, a bunch of Confederate flags and other shit. And they he had a bunch of patches and stickers like Hell's Angels, this and that, the other, whatever. And one of the stickers he had said no Jap shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those, and it, it, which is crazy to me. But I thought it was ironically funny, so I bought the sticker and I put it on my whale dick intake, <laughs> and um, didn't realize until later in life how absolutely bluntly racist that fucking son- that whole. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm not going to go any further, but yes, that is I'm very fond of the whale dick intakes, and I do enjoy Japanese everything. Just they're that. like honor dino. This made six point four more horsepower. Uh, yeah. I wonder how oh, much it makes is- one PSI a boost. I remember that bullshit. People said it made boost pressure. How much is I'm trying to find like to get it. I'm sure there's been million knockoffs now that the, the knockoff aftermarkets come, uh, you know, become huge. But how many how much was like a, a legit one of the day? I, don't, I think Mugen. I don't even remember who made the original it was Mugen or who? I have no clue. I, I had a either. pass for JDM joint and I and the only reason I got it was my buddy knock song was um he had it and it had like a small crack in it or something and he's yeah. like dude you can have it and he gave it to me and it was one of my prized possessions the um i think it's like one of, i think if you can find like an og one like the carbon mirrors and stuff like that that you can get for those cars like you have carbon mirrors in your car don't you yeah i have um what the fuck is the name of that brand it, they overpriced whatever they are yeah I, I can't remember but it was the only option um jay's racing yeah that's what it was jay's racing okay where are we at here with the uh integra fucking just put it in the pit of despair where it belongs fucking pile of shit you really you done fucked up honda i hate it man i'll put integra in quotes because it's not i would rather take an a a 500 mile srt4 over a new integra (laughs) don't call it a neon 
It's not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we talked about honorable mentions. Obviously, Supra. Some people will say that the new Supra is not a real Supra. It's BMW. Which I can agree. I can kind of agree. It's not a. It's it is and it isn't. I think it looks good when done right. I think, but at the same time, I'm like, well, so what if it is a BMW? If it's collaboration, BMW does not make terrible cars, generally speaking. I, I will was, say I the Z3 coupe or Z4 coupe, those are sick. The M coupes. I think what Toyota just screwed up on with the new Supra was now they're putting out a four-cylinder option. Yeah. Like, well, why? they also released prototypes that were like, the, I'll never forget the, the prototype of it backing out of the trailer, the red one, that was just like dirt, nasty, sick looking. Like it got me so excited. The second coming of the Mark IV, basically, yeah. the Mark V. And then they released the production version, and it was like, yeah, the front end doesn't like, do a whole lot for me. The back end of those cars look—they're fire, dude. They look it's so been sick. A, it's been a long time since you and I went dating, right? We haven't dated each other. Number one, number two, other people. <laughs> yeah, but the Mark V Supra is the physical equivalent of swiping. I don't know which way you swipe on Tinder, but you swipe and you get to the you get to the joint to meet her for a nice beverage, and you fuck up and you accidentally choose a restaurant with really good lighting. <laughs> when you walk in and you're like, oh, <laughs> I got to go oh! to the bathroom. And then I got to go like, to the bathroom. And then you ask the waitress if they have a fire exit. Yeah. Well, hold on. You Here, know, I'll pay for this. <laughs> let's say the girl on Bumble meets like you. And then they get to the restaurant and they see you sitting there and they're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. No, but for real, it, it's such, it was such a honey dick. There's a couple that I've seen done. Like we've done a couple of them at the shop, like exhaust bolt on, whatever. It was, uh, they, they don't look bad when they're done up nicely. I agree. Okay. Uh, coming back over to the domestic market here, we can kind of fly through these because they kind of go all hand in hand. We're going to go to GM world now. Uh, Oldsm- you have one out of the next. That's like your number. Like, let's just, let's end this podcast on a high note and let's okay. pick your Listen, worst. I'll, I'll lump all these worst? together. This is, I think GM is probably the worst at ruining cars. Okay. Uh, Oldsmobile Cutlass started out killer. Cutlass Supreme. And then by the nineties, it was a front wheel drive car that your grandmother would drive to church. Okay. My grandmother never went to church. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if she did or didn't. <laughs> so, Olds Cutlass, uh, right there. You can see. Even they had a front wheel drive Cutlass Supreme that was later in like '91, which I thought looked kind of cool, but it was front wheel drive is crap. Uh, the Monte Carlo, which not the country of Monte Carlo. Is that a country? Or it's a city? I think I don't know something. I'm not geographically savvy. Monte Carlo turned into a pile of crap. They even tried to produce a front wheel drive LS4 v8 powered one wait Um, wait wait now the monte carlo the ls4 monte carlo i will say this ls4 king has started to make these kind of cool have you seen no i'm serious have you seen this guy i have not so he's doing like turbo uh, like man dude let me pull up this thing um and i followed him for a while he actually got uh he actually got a pretty bad wreck it was like his there you go oh yeah 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 yeah, so he, he's um, inboxed us before on on Facebook. Yeah, he's dope. So um, he, I gotta pull his, I gotta pull this thing up here. So he has been doing some cool stuff with the LS4 platform. Yep. His his like uh, whatever the the one he's known for. I worked with him when I was at BTR. Yeah, and the the yeah, there you go. 
it's that mystochrome painted yep. joint. Yep. And it is cool. I do like it. I dig that. Uh, Brandon Furches is his name. And he, I think it's Brandon, 99.9% sure. I'm going to mess that up if I'm wrong. Was so I'm going to go back and edit my statement. No, that was an Impala that they did. I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself. So yeah, Brandon is his name. So Brandon had, I'm going to, I'm going to brutalize Furches. this. This is his last name. F-U-R-C-H. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Brandon Furches. So he had his like, it was his grandfather's, I think. Mm-hmm. It's It was like this all original Monte Carlo, like beautiful. I could be wrong. It might've been an Impala. So I'm sorry, Brandon, if I'm wrong. But he had, it was his, it was his grandfather's and he got it and it was immaculate. And somebody just blitzed him, totaled the car and straight up destroyed his right ankle. Like he had to have multiple surgeries to correct it. Like it was not a good, it was not a good deal. Um, He bounced back from that injury and he continued to push. He's continuing to push the LS4 platform pretty hard. So Shout out to, to Brandon and what he's doing for that. I, I don't agree that that front-wheel drive Monte Carlo should be on the list just because I think that there's some – I'm not a – I don't hate front-wheel drive, and if I have to have front-wheel drive, a V8 would be dope. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think the LS4, because it's an unswappable motor, because the bell housing on its pattern on it's different, and the transaxle automatic transmission front-wheel drive deal is – not the strongest one in the world. Um, I was just showing a picture there. Hot Rod Garage built one where they took two of them, put one in the back, and then turboed it. And it, it was kind of a cool setup on it, making it an all-wheel drive deal. That I can kind of get behind. That's just some fun stuff to build with it. But yeah, I the fact that I you can make a mid mid engine or rear engine car out of the that swap yeah. is cool. I think if the if that transaxle was a little bit stronger from the factory and didn't shatter like glass, oh yeah, that's a brutal hit. Yeah. So there's that in the car. I mean. This is the saddest part to me. I'm sorry if the camera's not going to. That's his no, grandpa. Yeah. This sucks, man. But yeah, Brandon and LS4 King stuff. If you're into the front wheel drive stuff, check him out. But I do agree. Front wheel drive is trash. And Brandon, you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> so the old cut list, the uh, Chevy Impala slash Monte Carlo will lump those two together. Because I think the Impala, again, started out as a super dope car. If you and don't then, mention RX-8, I'm going to smash my head against the table. Uh, yeah, but it's still kind of stuck with the period correctness of it. it it did suck it did suck it was a steaming have you driven one have you driven one no remember when oh mazda recalled God. all of them because they didn't make the power numbers they claimed they offered Dude. to buy back every one when that car dropped let me tell you a story about a, a, a very quick funny story and this <laughs> involves a friend of mine from the area i grew up his name is doug and i'm not going to say his last name it, it rhymes with his last name of fensky doug fensky is his name <laughs> sorry i just said his full name but you deserve this doug Doug had a gorgeous fucking C5Z06. Sickly gorgeous. On CCWs, which I eventually purchased from him because he traded his sick-ass C5Z06 in on a fucking RX-8. Mm. Horrible idea. Dumb. Awful idea. Anyway, I, had a, I worked with a dude that had one and somebody's like, hey, you got to go outside and move your car. So he runs outside, starts the car up, moves it like to another spot five feet away, shuts it off, goes back out there later in the day, tries to start it, no compression. And then, then we found out, I didn't know, but that's apparently, I'm sure you know this, that's a common thing. If you start that car up, you have to let it get fully up to temperature. Otherwise, it will lose compression and you got to do some crazy shit where you take the spark plugs out of it. And I don't know. It's a crap car. All I know is that every time I had one come on the lot, like any of the dealerships I worked at, I would just sit there and pin it to the rev limiter because I feel like if I remember vaguely that being like, you got to rev it to the moon every so often. So I was like, all right, do it every fucking time. <laughs> it's cold started for real. I got man. 
Uh, last one on the GM list, the Chevrolet Nova. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Well, Chevy Nova came out 1964 as a Chevy 2, became the Chevy 2 Nova. Uh, shout, out, shout out Craig Newport has a badass Nova. Seven, I believe. 1967 came a little bit bigger, became the Chevy Nova. Uh, looks super dope. Up until 1972, 1973, when the grass crisis hit, it became ugly. And I might get a little bit of flashback from or backflash. Backflash. <laughs> backflash. You might get backflashes. Y'all smell toast? Um, yep. Because this is when they just became absolutely hideous. They got rid of the hatchback on the things and put a trunk on them. The front end became stupid square. Again, much like the Thunderbird that we talked about before, it has this massive steel bumper put on the thing. It just it got rid of all the cool muscle car look. Now, you can graft 72 and earlier front fenders on it, but you still got to deal with the dumb back end on these things. Uh, and I then, don't hate it as much as I hate the Mustang too, though. I agree. I agree. Uh, and then the 1977, I think it got even worse. Yeah, this is this is it gets progressively <laughs> shittier now. It's a Marina Bell. Fucking yes. awful. The awful quarter to panel, look at. big louver-looking pieces of shit. Yeah, these are terrible. This hell. reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons where they let Homer design a car. I don't remember this episode. I didn't oh, never get really into it. Was it wasn't like my brutal. And then I believe 19. Let me find it. 1980. No, there you go. There 88. You go. 88. 88. It became. I don't know. When did that generation start, though? Because I would rather have that than a 78. Because at oh, least yeah, then yeah. it's like. Absolutely. It's, oh, no, no. Um, Cosworth. Uh, there was a Cosworth. There was a Cosworth. Type in Cosworth Nova. Really? There was some. Yeah, I swear. There was some. And it's not cool, but it's not dumb. Cosworth Nevega. Vega, not Nova. My bad. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they had a Cosworth four cylinder in it. Anyway. That's an offshoot. I thought Nova, but I was wrong. There's one of these local to me. I see it driving around all the time. I like the Vega. There's some like, I think there's Vegas with like a Camaro front end on them that look kind of cool. I've never really hated the Vega. Monza, Any of these cars platform. would look okay. Just dumped on its nuts with cool wheels. Yeah. yeah. Like I've seen the was 1977 Chevelle. The Chevelle didn't survive very well. Pretty much everything that GM, GM ruined everything that they put their hands on in the 70s. Yes, but I've seen one of these before done up like kind of NASCAR style, like the 1977 Chevelle is the NASCAR. I believe they raced in NASCAR at the time. They look super sick as a race car. Oh, yeah, they do. But I mean, as a street car, it doesn't uh, look anything pass. like what you can buy at the dealership. They look awful. So GM yeah. all around, uh, I think it's safe to say, has ruined everything except for, I would say, like maybe the Camaro and their trucks. Um and even that's arguable sometimes because last one on the GM list. Well, second to last one, the Chevy Blazer, uh, again, initially came out as competition for the Bronco, uh, a small two-door SUV. And then we got the S10 Blazer in the eighties and the Blazer. I don't know what year, I think 90, what, seven ninety eight two thousand 2000, something two ish. Yeah. When they Jimmy. killed the S10 is when the Blazer was, uh, sent out, put out the pasture. But for 2019, Chevy reintroduced it. I like it. As this. I think it looks good. I Do you get hate me for this? I think the new Blazer looks good. Do they have an SS version? I thought I'd no, seen one. But I think it looks good. I saw I actually saw one in traffic today. I think the new Blazer doesn't look bad. They try to bring it back a little bit. They call it the Trailblazer. I don't count the Trailblazer as the same as a regular Blazer. I think those are two separate they are. things. I'd say that, yeah. yeah. Trailblazer is um, bigger. But... Again, it's a it's a front wheel drive based like 
it's an SUV. It's a, it's a crossover. It's, everything's becoming a crossover. Pretty much sick is what you're telling me. It looks like, you know what I saw when I was in San Diego? A Lamborghini Urus. Urus. How do you say that? Urus. Yeah. They're crazy popular with ultra rich people. I would have, if I didn't park right in front of it, I would have walked right past it and never even looked twice. I said, holy it, crap, there's a Lamborghini. And every, my kids in the car were like, where? Like right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, that's a Lamborghini. Well, I okay. mean, the Kias and stuff look like Lamborghinis now. Yeah. Okay. So everything post muscle car era GM, where do you put it? Obviously, it's not as shitty as an Integra or the Eclipse. I, this, so the problem with this list is I hate all of them equally for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Mainly all because they suck. I don't hate them as I hate the GM crap. I hate the Thunderbird more, so I put it between. I put it down here. I'll let you put it up there, man. You do what your conscience says. Post-72 GM. I'm just impressed you know how to write. Impressive. Um, All right. Okay. Two more. Oh, uh, anything from Hummer? Trash. It's all trash. Even the H1, they're all trash. They're all garbage. Yeah, they're all... Hummer tried to do. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you good? We're gonna get through this together. Okay, I'm just making sure you're. I'm, chill, I'm bringing up Hummer as like an honorable mention um, because it was never really good when it hit the civilian market. And honestly, I've driven the military versions, and they're not that much fun. Everybody's like, oh, they're they are big behemoths. They're slow. Uh, the H2 was just. I don't know who they were trying to go after with that one. They sucked, dude. Oh, three. Before I forget, though, just real quick, have you heard about the Monster S series clutches? Uh, I have actually. The S series, they're designed to be utilized in vehicles that are driven on the street and frequent the track. So, like, if you're on the street but you want to go track racing, mm-hmm. that's the one for you. The capacity to hold between 550 and 1150 horsepower slash torque. They're fantastic options for most of the consumers in the market today. They retain stock driving characteristics and long life expectancy while maintaining the ability to get thoroughly thrashed on. Well, I mean, I'm going to go with a different word, but I just. But power levels, you know, like I'm always after more, Logan. What if 1100 is just eventually I surpass that? It's just not enough for me. You know, the honest answer here is you can step it up to let's say an SC series clutch. But before you do that, I think you need to call the experts at Monster Clutch Company yeah. and tell them about what you're using the car for uh-huh. and use their expertise to put you in a package that's going to rightfully support your vehicle and your goals. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm revamping the car this year and, you know, maybe I was thinking yeah. about putting three pedals into it and I'm really, yeah, you I probably some, should. I got some lofty power goals. Yeah. Do they have yeah, anything more above the their SC? billet triple disc situation? I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you I know everything about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hose you. I'm not gonna sell you snake oil. But I will sell you. Sell you this. The R series. Yeah. Based on the name alone, does that not sound like something that you should put in your car? Because R they hold race. up to two thousand rear wheel horsepower. Get the. F- Shut the front. Fucking door. I'm gonna jump in my Can Am X3 and go buy one right now. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that didn't sign on to be an advertising sponsor on fucking you fucking up man this was a golden opportunity if you head over to monsterclutches.com you can shop around take a look take a gander take a little gander or just your your monster dealer nearby and you know dealer network is thick and swift you don't have to make 550 horsepower to have a monster clutch you You can put a monster clutch in anything 
But, uh, you know, if you're maybe you're making 300, but, you know, you plan on making 2000 by the end of the I year. Build, up, build season's almost it. over. So go build ahead and, you know, you do. head for the top of the head for the top of the mountain. OK, at the front door and go buy a monster. Nobody remember the guy who just went to the bottom of Mount Everest. Mm. Head to the top. Unless you and were if, a bottom at the top of Mount Everest. And if you die on Mount Everest, they're not going to bring you back down. They don't just, give a shit. They just going to be holding your monster clutch like this. I should have bought the R series. <laughs> Head over to monsterclutches.com and pick out a clutch for all your Thanks again clutch for needs. Monster being the presenting sponsor of the Clapped Out Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we Hummer's, are going to wrap this up because I got dinner to eat. So let's yeah, Hummer sucks. Uh, what's your feelings on Dodge Dart and Dodge Charger? I don't even want to talk about them. They all suck. Dodge Dart. Even the original Dodge Dart was kind of a pile of crap, I think. People like that old school Dodge Dart. The Dodge Dart Swinger. I've never been a big fan of those. Uh, every time I see them at the track, I'm like, oh, there's a bracket car. Yes, there are some. Are these the ones where you can see the giant? <sighs> Help me understand the giant bar from the rear end, the leaf spring looking the not the leaf spring itself, but the, <laughs> the, the shackle, the shackle, the yeah. shackle of hell, the shackle. Yeah, the shackle will be dangle. Uh, but then you know they turned it into a front wheel drive turbocharged Econobox, and they they jumped in the game with like rally racing and stuff when those things first came Here's out. The thing. I think they missed they, an opportunity. They could have made that thing all wheel drive, and it would have been kind of cool. But they did uh, when they came out, it was every and I and I know it's a it's man, I don't want to sound sexist, but like teenage girls that are into cars or think they want to be into cars. <laughs> um, that, <laughs> I can't. I yes. don't know how to. I get, yeah, not, I I'm not trying to be an asshole here because. I'm, there's plenty of extremely impressive females in the world of motorsports. Yeah. But, but there's also, and a lot of, a lot of them do have Dodge darts. I'll say that, but there's a lot that also buy Dodge darts because they think they're, they think they're buying a, a race car and then they post and they're like, it's boost season. And you're Cackle, like, or, or burble tune, plasti dip, LEDs. Yo, where's the meats at? I'm new to the area. Yes. Absolutely. And then a bunch and of she, and they thirsty, spell M-E-A-T-S. <laughs> then a million thirsty dudes in the car meets pages on Facebook. Which, oh, Yo, dude, do you need you help? See, you see Barbara's dude, I got her. I bought the car lovers on eBay. Who can anybody come over and help me in solo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you put the car lovers on. Oh, that's okay. a sick lower tribal back tattoo. Where'd you get uh, it done? Plus, yeah, I'm gonna put this, uh, I'll put it up here with, I'll call it Thirst Trap. Dark. Yes, thirst trap all day. The, again, let me make this painfully clear because a lot of people are getting canceled in podcast world. I support female racers and motorsports enthusiasts implicitly. I think that they do a dope job of dealing with asshole for every every dude that's on the boards. It's exactly like that. Like, oh yeah, sick ride, send nudes. Like they got to deal. Like I ask dudes for nudes all the time. But they think it's because I don't really want them. I've sent you like a million. You keep asking. I know, but dude, I can base like a briar patch, like a button in a fur co- a coat. I can't. It's bizarrely hard it's to see your wiener. This down there. It is crazy. It's almost like you do too much pube maintenance. Like, I don't want to say there should be an Olympics for pube dress up, but yeah. you could get gold. I got a hot comb and a flat iron. Week Just one was dreadlocks. Week two is a jerry curl. I don't know how mm-hmm. you undreadlocked your pubes and made them into a jerry curl that quick. I kind of got like this Captain Jack Sparrow thing going on down there. I bet it smells like Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Just an unwashed pirate with one eye. 
like sea kelp that's washed up on the beach. It's been sitting there and like a, a dead seal touches your foot. And you think it's a shark? <laughs> oh, God. Just... <laughs> Get me out of here. All right. Last one. Uh, and I only put this in here because some people used when it first came out, they cried about it. Dodge Charger. It went from, you know, the Dukes of Hazard iconic two door, big land yacht muscle car. And people were really angry when they brought this back because they brought it back as a four-door. Um, I think Dodge over the years has redeemed themselves from the initial offering of the new four-door charger. Obviously, if you want two doors, you can go get a Challenger. But, I mean, if there was a Hellcat that I would get, if I wasn't a Durango, it would definitely be a Charger. So, yeah, I don't hate them. I can see why some people no, would. I'm only putting that out there as an honorable mention. But no, I, uh, I, don't th- I think the Charger's sick as shit. I love them. That's, that's a sick-looking car. That's my list. Um. Yeah, I can't even put Charger in the same realm. Um, before we do take it home, I feel like we had a very strong episode. Before we take it home, I want to highlight one thing that's that's important to me that I didn't clear this with you prior to this, Rice. So I'm very sorry, but my brother-in-law, his name is David Drake. Dave Drake. He's married to my sister, Alex Drake. That makes sense. Her last name's the same as his. David's new comedy album dropped on iTunes, all your platforms, and it is selling very well. I will say right now that this man will be on television at some point. And I would like to play a clip really quickly of Dave's stand-up special so people can understand how funny he truly is. If you don't mind, it's one minute long. I'll probably stop it like 30 seconds in if that's okay with you, Rye. Go for it. Okay. I think about crime all the time. We got this kid now, and for the first time, I've been like, I'm like worried about money. I'm like fearing for money. You know, like that question, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? has become way less of a hypothetical and more of like a fantasy I have before that. So that line specifically of would you suck a dick has become way less of a hypothetical but more of a fantasy is every race car owner's dream like yeah i'll bring it here right now i got a car to finish anyway uh my sister did this website too i believe dave uh david is is a very funny guy and his new album is out on itunes i ask that if you do uh are you looking for something to listen to on road trips or you like stand-up comedy this isn't me pushing him because i because i'm trying to sell his albums I'm pushing because he is fucking hilarious. So, and I haven't listened to his new album. So, if he talks shit about me, then fucking give him a negative review. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna listen to it today. <laughs> Let me tell you about my shitty brother-in-law that never comes to family functions. I'm a huge fan of stand-up comedy. So, I mean, I think, in my opinion, stand-up comedy influences how Everything I we do. Yeah, dude, this podcast, the videos, and yes. I, I love all of it. So. But yes, uh, David Drake's new album drops. Rye, I'd appreciate if you listen to it. Give me some talking notes because I don't want to listen to it and hear me talk him talking yeah. shit about me. Because I'll punch him in the throat when I see him. And I promise, but, um, because it's your brother-in-law, I won't even pirate it. I'll pay for it. I would rather you stole it. Okay. I'm <laughs> kidding, please don't. <laughs> uh, I have purchased every one of his albums as they drop, and every single one has been funnier than the last. Um, so yeah, he was actually... I don't know the details, but he was scheduled to play a television show, a, a very large one that I don't want to say out loud because I don't know if there's details I can't share. But I guess the booker that booked him for the show got a new job at like the last minute. Yeah. So the show called him. And they're like, we got great news. Your booking agent actually now went to work for so-and-so magazine and we've moved you off the spot. And he's like, none of that's good news. <laughs> that's all bad news. So either way, 
That's all I had for that. It's my only extracurricular plug for the episode. Word. Uh, that's it. Clapped Out Podcast brought to you by Monster Clutches in association with Forced Performance Turbochargers. And Truly Racing. We'll see you guys next week. Everybody. Peace. Later.